You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Hey everybody, welcome to the program. This is Dan. It is uh, Morning Breath. We're a drive-time devotion to jumpstart your day. What we do is we read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the Word, ask God to speak to our hearts, try to see it, try to feel it, try to uh, ask God, you know, how does this apply to my life today, uh, tomorrow, what's coming maybe in my life, maybe God will give you something, you, you know, you don't use for 10 years, but then it'll come back to you then. God's just so faithful through his word to to teach you and train you. It's a beautiful Wednesday. It's March 23rd, and we are in the book of Mark. And I got with me, I don't have Mark with me today. That would be really cool if we had the gospel writer Mark here. But we do have the non-gospel writer here, Luke. Yeah, right? Luke. I indeed that, did not write the gospel. Yeah, he didn't. This is not Doctor Luke who wrote the gospel. This is Luke Romanoff, who is uh, one of the young men here uh, called into ministry that's uh, serving anywhere he can. And uh, one of the places he's served, he's this is his second time. Is that right? Yes, sir. Second time all morning, Brad. So. Tell the folks how to get started, get get involved, where where they can find the info they need to be on Morning Breath. Know which chapter to read each day. Yeah, you can check us out on the East Coast app or at eccc.us for more information, events, past sermons, as well as Morning Breath episodes. You can also find East Coast Christian Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or you can call 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-10060. And we can email you. Or even send it via Pony Express. All the information you need on East Coast Christian Center. We'll get it to you some way now. We have Kids Camp coming up. That's going to be at one of our campuses, our Coco campus. It's a, it's an, a, it's acreage out in the uh, wilderness of Coco. It's a beautiful piece of property with a lot, lots of pine trees on it. And uh, there'll be bouncy houses and all sorts of inflatables. It'll be a great time. Kids will learn about Jesus with a smile on their face. It'll be fun for your kids. And it's a great event. I believe it's $99, $100 right in there for your first child. And then $75 for your second child. And we kind of, there's a rolling uh, format. So you pay less the more kids you have. And if you have 53 kids, we begin to pay you <laughs> for your children at 50. at 50. At 51, we will then give you money for your 51st child that comes. So, no, that's that's just being sort of funny. Not that funny, actually. Anyway, so what's what else is going on? Anything else going on announcement-wise? We have one thing we would like, like you to do that's very important to uh, the radio ministry of WMIE uh, Morning Breath Portion. And that is, if you listen on the radio, that means in your car or in your home, you actually turn on the radio to listen to Morning Bath early, 7.30 to 8 or 4 to 4.30, I believe maybe 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. or even 5.30 on Saturday night you listen to the service we need to know that. So I'm asking you to call 452-1060, that's 321-452-1060, and let us know. I listen in the morning. 
I listen in the afternoon. I listen to the Saturday night service. Whatever time you listen, please let us know that's super important. Thanks for that. It, it, it means a lot. We want to spend uh, the money that God gives us here at East Coast. We don't ask for money for the radio, though some people very generously support the radio ministry um, on their own. We want to spend that money correctly, so please let us know. Very important. So we're going to get into the chapter. What translation are you reading? I'm reading New Living Translation. New Living, and I'm going to read the New King James. I'm going to read through verse 23. You're going to take it at 24, and uh, get me going here. I say unto you, sir, read. Immediately in the morning, the chief priests held a a consultation, boy, that was hard, with the elders and scribes and the whole council, and they bound Jesus and led him away and delivered him to Pilate. Then Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered and said to him, It is as you say. And the chief priests accused him of many things, but he answered nothing. Then Pilate asked him again, saying, Do you answer nothing, seeing how many things they testify against you? But Jesus still answered nothing, so that Pilate marveled. Now at the feast he was accustomed to releasing one prisoner to them, whomever they requested. And there was one named Barabbas who was chained with his fellow rebels, They had committed murder in the rebellion. Then the multitude, crying aloud, began to ask him to do just as he had always done for them. But Pilate answered them, saying, Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? For he knew that the chief priests had handed him over because of envy. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd so that that he should rather release Barabbas to them. Pilate answered and said to them again, What then do you want me to do with him who you call the king of the Jews? So they cried out again, Crucify him. Then Pilate said to them, Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out all the more, Crucify him. So Pilate, wanting to gratify the crowd, released Barabbas to them, and he delivered Jesus after he had scourged him to be crucified. Then the soldiers led him away into the hall called Praetorium, and they called together the whole garrison. And they clothed him with purple, and they twisted a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews. Then they struck him on the head with a reed and spat on him, and bowing the knee they worshipped him. And when they had mocked him, they took the purple off him, put his own clothes on him, and led him out to crucify him. Then they compelled a certain man, Simeon, a Cyrenian, the father of Alexander and Rufus, as he was coming out of the country and passing by to bear his cross. And they brought him to the place Golgotha, which is translated place of a skull. Then they gave him wine mingled with myrrh to drink, but he did not take it. Then the soldiers nailed him to the cross. They they divided his clothes up and threw dice to decide who would get each piece. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. A sign announced the charge against him. It read, The King of the Jews. Two revolutionaries were crucified with him, one to his right and one to his left. 
The people passing by shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. Ha! Look at you now, they yelled at him. You said you were going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days? Well, then save yourself and come down from that cross. The leading priests and teachers of religious law all mocked Jesus. He saved others, they scoffed, but he couldn't save himself. Let this Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross so that we can see him and believe him. Even the men who were crucified next to him ridiculed him. At noon, darkness fell on the whole land until three o'clock. Then at three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Aloy, Aloy, Lama, Shama, Kabathani. And it translates to, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet of Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up with a reed stick so he could drink. Wait, he said, let's see, what, let's see if Elijah comes to take him down. Then Jesus uttered another loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn, torn in two from top to bottom. Then the Roman officer who stood facing him saw that he had died and exclaimed, This man was truly the Son of God. Some women were there watching from a distance, including Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and the younger of Joseph, and Solomon. They, they were followers of Jesus who had cared for him while he was in Galilee. Many of the other women who had come with him to Jerusalem were also there. This all happened on Friday, the day of preparation, the day before the Sabbath. As evening approached, Joseph of Arimathea took, the risk, took a risk and went to Pilate asking for Jesus' body. Joseph was an honored member of the high council, and he was waiting for the kingdom of God to come. Pilate, who believed that Jesus was already dead, couldn't believe that Jesus was already dead, so he called him to the Roman officers and asked if he had died yet. The officer confirmed that Jesus was dead, so Pilate told Joseph that he could take the body, Joseph went with a long sheet of linen cloth. Then he took Jesus' body down from the cross, wrapped it in a cloth, laid it in a tomb that, he had, that had been carved out of rock. Then he rolled a stone in front of the entrance. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where Jesus' body lay. Ah, uh, men. men. You know, uh, one of the things that uh, Luke and I talked about before the, the program began is... Um, a lot of times when you're reading this, I mean, we're reading about the crucifixion of Jesus. And uh, if you really want a great picture of the crucifixion of Jesus, it really, really probably should read it in all four translation, all four Gospels. Um, it is, uh, there are some, uh, some Bibles out there called parallel translations, which will have, uh, it, it almost reads, each section chronologically uh, so that you can read about the you know the the crucifixion from start to finish there there are so many things that happen during this section so many um prophecies that are fulfilled uh mark mentions of course uh one in in verse 28 he says so the scripture was fulfilled which says, and he was numbered with the transgressors because he was crucified with two other uh, criminals. Some translations call them criminals. Mine calls them robbers. Yours actually called them rebels. 
Uh, revolutionaries. Yeah. Revolutionaries. Wow, so, sort of like Che Rivera and and Castro or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. You know, it uh, it it that kind of caught me off guard. I I'd never noticed it written that way before, but certainly Barabbas was a revolutionary, and that's who you know the argument was: who should I turn loose? Bar, uh, Barabbas the revolutionary or Jesus in this section. So I thought that was interesting that the that the New Living would uh, would word it that way. But um, the the section where he's on the cross and um, those who pass by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, "I'm in verse 29." Aha. You who destroy the temple and build it in three days. They were very, very proud of the temple. And so they were kind of, you know, maybe maybe they took that as an affront. Instead of understanding that Jesus was talking about the destruction of his own body and rising from the dead, they literally, you know, got offended because, they, you know, oh, you're going to tear down the temple. Um, I mean, the temple... Uh, I've been in Israel before, and some of the temple stones are as big as railroad cars. Railroad cars. Try to get that in your mind. A semi. You know, like the back of a semi, that section that's, you know, huge when it goes by you when you're in your, you know, your smart car uh, or your tiny car or your normal truck. It, you know, shifts the weight of of your vehicles that go like some of the stones are that big, um, you know, tearing it down to, uh, by hand was would be a, a monumental task. Now, Rome did that later, but they didn't do it all because when they got down to the foundational stones, they were so big, they left some of them intact and they left the western wall of the temple standing. That's what's sometimes called the Wailing Wall. Um, the Jewish people don't like calling it the wailing wall because they're not wailing. They're praying, you know, and they're seeking God while they're there. So it's the Western Wall of the Temple. Anyway, you know, it's, it's just a crazy thought. They say things like, save yourself, come down from your cross. And then in verse 31, this really stood out to me today. Likewise, the chief priests also mocking among themselves with the scribes said, he saved others. I'm pausing there for effect. They acknowledged his ministry. They acknowledged what he had done. They, they admitted that the blind saw and the deaf heard and the lame walked and the and the woman whose son was dead rose from the dead, and the girl who died, the centurion's daughter who died, rose from the dead. They acknowledged that. They said, he saved others. And here they are crucifying him, and they said, he saved others. That I mean, that just, it blew me away to think, here they are admitting who Jesus is and what he did. But he cannot himself he cannot save. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross that we may see and believe. But the wild part here is if Jesus was to have saved himself, 
And he could have. He could have called down a legion of angels. He could have pulled his pulled his those nails right out of those beams with his own arms and his feet supernaturally and come down. If he'd have saved himself, he wouldn't have saved any of us. That's right. And it's just an incredibly kind of crazy moment for me to think about all these people jabbing at him or yelling at him and doing all this and it's all i mean some of it is verifying who he is some of it is is like if he does what they say he can't be who he really is and it's like how how mixed up and to think jesus died for these people i'm like i'm thinking if I had a crowd like this and they were saying this kind of stupid stuff and they were, I, I would come down and slap a few of them. And then go back up. And then <laughs> and maybe go back up. Maybe not even, you know. It's like the mercy of God to, 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 to save. And, and, and Mark isn't one of the gospel writers that mentions it. But, you know, if you read all of them, you'll know that Jesus says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And man, does this little section right here prove they didn't know what they were doing. They're, it's just crazy talk. And even to follow that in verse 39, they didn't know what they were doing, but instantly they were sobered up when the Roman officer admits, oh, this truly was the Son of God. Uh, it, I couldn't it, imagine that moment of like, oh, what we're doing is right. This guy is a fake. He's a fraud. Once he dies, the moment he dies, they acknowledge, or at least the Roman acknowledge, oh, we messed up. Yeah, I mean, when the temple is torn, when the, it became it, night. It's yeah, been I mean, dark from like noon to three o'clock in the afternoon. He actually proclaims his death. He cries out with a loud voice, <laughs> you know, like, ah, I'm done. You know, it. we know it is finished is what yeah. he said. Um, Mark doesn't say that, but we know from other Gospels, that's what he says. It is finished, and then he dies. I read a commentary one time, Luke, that uh, really surprised me, and I never thought of it this way. But this person thought that the centurion was actually continuing the mocking. Hmm. And so, yep, there he was, son of God. So he died. Couldn't have been. I don't think that was the case. I think exactly what you said. But it's an interesting perspective. It is an interesting perspective. One, I, I would have never, it never occurred to me if I hadn't read it somewhere in my life that the mocking was continuing. But it definitely does seem like at that moment when he cries out with a loud voice, everything changes. There's no more... Some, uh, you know, Pharisees, Sadducees, Herodians, nobody else is wagging their head or talking. Or The only one that speaks at that point is uh, the centurion. And so I am of the opinion it is him going, oh, my goodness. He r really was the son of God. Now, some translations say a son of God, um, but most say he was the son of God. Did, what? How does the New Living say it? Yeah, it says that this man truly was the son of God. Yeah, I like I like that better. I mean, I think it's I think it's much more 
much, much more accurate of a description. Anyway, I've talked a lot, Luke. What stood out to you as you read the chapter today? Was there a part of it that that uh, maybe stood out to you? Yeah, I think for a lot of us, and I'd maybe even love to hear your thought on it, uh, the part where Jesus cries out, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Uh-huh. I know sometimes we can get mixed up or confused, like Jesus was God, so how did God abandon him? And I recently was reading on it, and I learned that it actually is pointing towards Psalm 22. Right. And in Psalm 22, it starts with, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? And in that chapter, if you continue to read, I'll just highlight some things. In verse 12, it says, my enemies surround me like a herd of bulls. (laughs) In verse 14, it says, my life is poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint, but... And all my bones are out of joint, but my heart is is like wax, melting with me. Uh, verse 16, my enemies surround me like a pack of dogs, and an evil gang closes in on me. And then verse, and, and continues, it says, They have pierced my hands and feet, yet I can count all of my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat, and they divide my garments among themselves, throwing dice for my clothing. <laughs> and I just think how crazy that, in this moment, you could get caught up in the, did Jesus just say abandonment? When in reality, he's pointing to a prophecy being fulfilled. He's pointing to, we just read that. We just read that people were selling and rolling or rolling uh, dice for uh, clothing. That, all of that was going on. Right. Or even like, I don't think it's in this, but when he's stabbed because he's crucified instead of his legs being chopped off. So his bones were still whole yeah. and water poured out of it. Like that, yeah. ah, that's so cool. Um, and, <laughs> the, so and, that, and that's Psalms 22 written by David, how many hundreds of years before that? And if you just took that psalm alone, and there's so many, uh, so many fulfillments like you read, and in that, which which is amazing. I don't know how you couldn't see Jesus was the Messiah. The only thing that I think, you know, that most most let's say if if you uh, were of the Jewish religion. And uh, you still were believing for the Messiah to come. You you could not believe that the New Testament was true. Right. You would have to throw it out because you couldn't read this, you know, Psalms 22, and then look at what Jesus did, where he was born. That's really that's really something you can plan, by the way. You know, you can. I'm going to fulfill that prophecy. So uh, I'm just going to be born in you know Bethlehem. So you know, I, I was born in Decatur, Indiana, and that's not that cool. I would rather have been born in like somewhere cool like Paris, France, or no London, prophe- England. There's no prophecy in that one. Yeah, I was, I was in Orlando. So yeah, so see, it's like hey, you can't plan that stuff, and yet this incredible uh, event happens. I don't know how you could read that and not believe this is the Son of God. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone. 
So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. You know, I talked earlier on, it's, you know, you read this, but do you feel this? And one of the things that always, uh, one of the things that I did one time that helps me to feel this is I was in Mexico one time and I was stuck somewhere, um, didn't really know where I was at. Uh, it was just a bad situation. I'm on a missions trip and I'm stuck and there's two or three of us and we're stuck together and it's like super hot and I think we've got one bottle of water between us and it's just a bad, it's just bad. And uh, I noticed they had these thorn bushes that had very, very long branches that were very flexible, but with thorns on them about an inch long. But the thorns weren't flexible. They were like really hard and sharp. And so I thought, 
I'm going to weave a crown of thorns. I just thought, hey, I'm going to give this a shot and see what that's like. And so I started to do it. And I stuck myself at least 10 times. I had to bleed to make a crown of thorns. And to think that somebody would would want to hurt you bad enough to bleed to hurt themselves to hurt themselves to do it. But isn't that how it is that we hurt ourselves? And that's the reason he came and died to set us free from that. Hey guys, God bless you. Have an awesome day in Christ. Thanks for being with me again today, Luke. Thank you, Pastor Dan. All right, bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.